Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. NBA playoffs, we got uh, Major League Baseball, College Baseball. I mean, everything's going down right here, and there's no better place to watch it all weekend long than right here at Twin Peaks. And we are going to talk more about that as we go to the phone lines and welcome in Steve Sullivan. Bo Whittle! Bo! Bo! He's a Friday night touchdown star all the way to the end zone to make it 20 to 6. Steve Sullivan on Out of Bounds is brought to you by Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. It's Double B's. Steve Sullivan of KATV, what is going on, my man? Oh, this is one weekend I wish the Hogs were at home. With this, with this weather here, could you imagine the crowd we'd have? That would be phenomenal. It would be phenomenal. In fact, that's yeah. kind of the disappointing thing. that it just. And I know that there's been some fine days, but, yeah, just to get to that 80-degree weather, sunny, slight breeze and everything, uh, that would be just perfect. But I guess Garth Brooks will just have to do this weekend in Fayetteville? <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting to watch uh, uh, Musk. And Coach Pittman compete with their jerseys, and <laughs> who's going to be the alpha out of the two? They're they're going to make sure he stops by so that he can take a look at the facilities, and that that just brings more notoriety and uh, and and attracts recruits. And you see different things about the program when you have a guy like Garth Brooks, and you bring him in. Any of the guys that are in the area performing, they're always bringing them in. Yeah, and Garth Brooks can appreciate athletics, too. You know, he's a, he's a sports guy. and You know, to see the incredible facilities Arkansas has. You have two high-profile coaches in this area and uh, who are eager to meet him. And I, I know he's going to have fun with both of them. So, Sully, we know that uh, Razorback Baseball swept LSU last weekend, which was a, a lot of fun to see, especially there in Baumwalker Stadium. Going on the road to Texas A&M this weekend as well, trying to keep it moving, trying to keep it going. But uh, it certainly seems like they're starting to figure things out, not only with their hitting rotation, but also they got their starters pretty solid. The bullpen's coming around. I mean, this team seems to really be hitting their stride right now. Yeah, and I just hope we continue the theme of winning our Friday game because you can almost, you know, breathe a sigh of relief after you win on Friday. And uh, Connor Nolan has been so good, and uh, I love Brady Tiger closing. And and then Hagen Smith was just filthy on Saturday. It, it's setting up pretty good for them, you know. And uh, but Friday, you know, you always meet the ace for the other team, and A and M has a pretty good ace. And uh, they're three games back, and you know, everyone in, in that second tier is waiting for Arkansas to stumble one weekend, and they just haven't this season. Yeah, this is a chance for Arkansas to create more separation, like they did when they played against LSU, but. Also, it is the opportunity for A&M, and A&M is playing at home. It is an opportunity for them to close the gap. Yeah, I think the only thing that can silence the crowd is pitching. You know, and, uh, you know, we just don't want, you know, we hit home runs, but we don't want a situation with Florida where fly balls are drifting out because, you know, I think Hagan Smith in Florida was victim of just cheap home run balls rather than bad pitching. And, um, you know, he was mentioning the conditions could be favorable for home runs. And, you know, if they do play a softball game, Arkansas is potentially uh, pretty dangerous as far as hitting home runs. But, uh, hey, every weekend in the SEC is tough. I mean, there are just no gimmies. 
and you have to grind to get wins. It just puts into perspective how impressive that Arkansas streak was of winning consecutive series because it's hard. Sully, another thing, too, about this team that I've been really impressed by is just it seems like the hitting's starting to come around, but the clutch hitting has been really important. has been really big time for them as well. And, you know, it's just there's been some guys that have really stepped up their game, but who is a player that you see on the team right now that you, you want to see more from, that you know that they're capable of doing more? Is there a particular player on the team that you want to see more from? You know, it's hard to believe Big Shot Bob is only hitting like 240, but he's in clutch he's hitting about 420. And I really love seeing Brady Slavin starting around in the shape, you know, and I think he's just such a weapon and a power guy that uh, he had an opposite field home run the other night. Um, I, I just think he's a guy that if we get him going good, this lineup becomes even more dangerous. And I don't think we've seen Caden Wallace at full tilt yet, you know, and uh, he's such a dangerous hitter. And we have such a good lineup, one through nine, when you put battles down at the bottom of that lineup that, you know, we can beat you at any part of the order, which uh, makes it fun to watch. Who do you have more confidence in? You talked about Connor Nolan and just knowing that you can lock it down on Friday night, but Jackson Wiggins, Hagen, Hagen Smith, who do you have more confidence in at this point? Uh, probably Connor. You know, I don't think he has the best stuff out of the three, but he's a, he's a seasoned guy. He doesn't get rattled. He hasn't had an outing where he's been in trouble early in the game. Um, he's really done a nice job of getting you to the fifth or sixth inning without any trouble. And, hey, they got, you know, I like the fact that, you know, when he got knocked out the other night against LSU, it wasn't they hit him real hard, but they got single after single. It wasn't like he was walking guys. And uh, I like when a pitcher makes the other team beat them, and that's what Connor has done. And he's been, he's been just so consistent. And um, uh, what a great Friday night guy he's been. He hasn't been as dominant as our past Friday night guys, but, boy, has he been consistent. Speaking with Steve Sullivan of KATV, thanks to Double B's here on Out of Bounds. Now, now Steve, you mentioned him and, and doing that and pitching out of the bullpen. I think that Tigert is the guy that I think everyone really likes and his speed and his velocity, and he kind of has a confidence to him as well. Who are some of the guys coming out of the bullpen that, that you, like when you come and see them, you're like, okay, this is, this is a good thing when they start bringing in these guys? You know, I'm starting to feel better about different guys. Uh, Evan Taylor, I'm feeling a lot better about him. You know, and uh, Tigert is the wow guy. And you saw signs last week when he brought him in the eighth inning. Um, and what gets me, he not only has AA stuff, he's got the demeanor to back it up. Uh, the kid doesn't look to get rattled. He just keeps competing. And uh, he's one of those rare guys that, you know, you sign out of high school, you know he's good, but you don't know he's that good until he gets on campus. You know, this guy looks like he could be pitching in the minor leagues right now. During the midweek, you see a bunch of different players. And um, as far as pitching during the midweek, is there anybody you're pretty confident in? Well, I tell you, the midweek guy, and it's not a pitcher, I want to see more Dylan Leach. I know he's a, a catcher, and it's, it's a tough spot with Turner catching. But I'd love to see him in a clutch uh, pinch hitting spot. Or if it's a warm weekend, uh, play him a game at catcher. But the way he's been hammering the ball in the midweek games, he's almost earned a shot to get some playing time. And it just speaks to the depth of this team. And, and I, think it's, I think that's why you have midweek games, where regardless of how this season finishes, Dylan Leach is going to feel pretty good about the way he finished the season. 
the way he caught and the way he hit in these midweek games. And, uh, you know, kid from, kid from Bryant's been really good, Will McIntyre. And I, I don't think you'll see him this weekend because he, he pitched extended innings the other night. But he's had two, two really good starts. And, um, you know, it, uh, they really have pitched Cole Ramage a lot. So I do believe they have confidence in him. Um, but, you know, I think Evan Taylor would be the, one of the first ones we see. Uh, Morris, the kid from Cabot, pitched really well last weekend. And I think he's in the circle of trust now. And um, it'll just be interesting. You know, the one thing about the midweek games, our starters have been so good that we haven't seen a lot, a lot of relievers on the weekend. And it'll it'll be interesting uh, this weekend what happens. And, uh, I'm really excited to see because he dominated last weekend. And uh, his, his mojo's got to be just riding high right now. And uh, if he gets off to a good start, he has that one inning usually somewhere in the early that he struggles. But if he's good, uh, um, we're going to be tough to beat on Saturday. Now, Steve, I know that uh, we look back uh, upon uh, this past weekend, but I know you watched the spring game. Uh, what did you make of that? Because I thought it was interesting. You tweeted it out that you like seeing the third-teamers battle, which, you know, you <laughs> kind of know what you're getting with the first team, but seeing those third-teamers out there, I guess it provides a little bit of interest of some guys that you don't normally see. Yeah, you know, you know, the third-string quarterback, Kate Fortin, came out of really nowhere. You know, we, we hadn't heard about him, and, you know, and Pittman is really high on him. And uh, I would have liked to have seen a little more uh, from the first team, but, you know, it speaks to the confidence that Sam Pittman has in this team, a veteran team, that he doesn't want him to go out there and risk potential injury because it is, is the, the potential for what you gain compared to what you could lose uh, just doesn't make it worth it for them to have a true spring game. And um, I'm really excited about KJ Jefferson, and and uh, and I want those receivers to step up. You know, hey, I, I, I'm really disappointed in that group. I mean, we've had two straight years we've had a running back pop as a freshman, uh, uh, Rocket Sanders, and now uh, apparently Rashad Davini is going to be the same type of guy. On the flip side, we're not seeing in receivers a spot where freshmen can can make some make some noise. None of those freshmen have really stepped up and. And you don't really distinguish themselves. And, uh, I'm, you know, we, we go and we get the kid from Oklahoma and we move Malik wide receiver. But we've, we've recruited, including Trey Knox, a lot of high-caliber wide receivers who have really yet to fire. And that's why you're seeing Malik Hornsby make that transition. And just being on the field and, and getting him in some packages, he's still going to play quarterback. But also Landon Rogers is a guy that they've incorporated at tight end and receiver, another guy that played quarterback, but now you're seeing that they're possibly trying to get the talent on the field in other areas. Yeah, well, I think what they're, you know, the, you know some teams recruit guys who are A, passers, B, runners. I think uh, Coach Pittman recruits A, runners, B, passers. We can make them a better passer, and, Landon Rogers was lights out runner, not a great passer in high school. He's a primo athlete. And the great thing about it, if you recruit a guy like that, who's not a pass first guy, but a run first guy, you can play him other places. And uh, I'll be interested to see what he does. I mean, he's a, he's a, when he gets the ball, he's a, he's a kind of Cam Newton type runner, big, strong guy, fast, can run over people. And um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. And, you know, we got about nine tight ends, 10. 
<laughs> Something's got to give there. Well, Sully, I know another thing that football had for some good news this week is that Luke Brown, who's a four-star offensive lineman out of Tennessee, committed to the Razorbacks. And we know that their class for next year is already shaping up to be a great one. We had Dudley Dawson on says that it could be top 15 when it's all said and done. But I just thought it was really cool to see offensive linemen out of state come to Arkansas high-level ones, and also the fact that Cody Kennedy got paid an extended amount, and especially because Georgia was coming after him. It, it's just amazing how in just a few short years, and maybe just even a year, how Cody Kinney rise to fame of going from a tight end coach to now being a stud offensive line coach that everybody wants. He's doing a great job recruiting as well. Yeah, it helps that he's good friends with Sam Pittman. You know, and uh, college football is loyalty. And if Sam Pittman wants someone he can trust, he wants it on the offensive line. And, and let's face it, if you're a lineman in SEC country, wouldn't you want to come um, play for Sam Pittman? I mean, when he was at Arkansas the first time, we had the lineman on the top of the, in front of the press guy. And, and it's just great. And we've seen it in basketball when you get the best player from Alabama. But when's the last time, you know, we've gone into Oklahoma and got their best player? And now there's a quarterback who, who looks like a clone of K.J. Jefferson, maybe throws a little better coming out of high school, uh, Singleton from Georgia, the top dual-threat quarterback in that state. And he's deciding, I think, on Monday. And he's got Arkansas in his top three or four. And, hey, give Sam Pittman his staff props because we're a basketball state right now. Most of our best athletes are playing just basketball. And a great example is Darian Ford from Magnolia. He's built like Adonis. And I just um, can't imagine what kind of football player he would be. But, he all, you know, right. I don't blame him. He's, you know, he's put all his eggs in the basketball basket. But you usually see in towns like that, you see two or three sports guys. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of our guys just uh, uh, concentrate on basketball. And you look at uh, uh, Honor Botang at Central. My, my God, he's a freakish athlete, but he's just playing basketball. And, and, and let's face it, basketball is a lot more fun in the summer. They play games. They travel. And when you do football, you you know you play seven on seven in the heat. <laughs> so it's a uh, it's uh, you know, we have we have flipped here in the state. And, but think about this: even with not producing a lot of high end talent in Arkansas, Sam Pittman still has a, a class that's ranked as high as number three nationally. And they're not going to finish at number three. But I think it was Trey Biddy pointed out they've never been number three. So <laughs> that's an accomplishment. That class is ranked highly because we know about the flash and everybody likes to see offense. They're, as you mentioned, a couple of quarterbacks. They're loaded with tight end talent, offensive line, but defensively, is there are there any areas you'd like to see them really go after for the incoming classes? Well, I think uh, I think you can't have enough defensive linemen, and I think that's what separates the the you know the good and the great SEC teams and. Is if you're good on the defensive line, and I thought last year uh, we were pretty good on the line, not great, but pretty good, and the portal saved us. I mean, talk about three hits on the defensive line at portal; they all started, and 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 that's something they've done well. They've evaluated well because not every portal player is a hit in his next stop, and they've done really well. And he thinks he's got all hits in the portal this year, and uh, and he's just hey, uh, Coach Pippen has just checked all the boxes. He surprised me at every turn. You know, he's he's uh, recruited. I knew he'd recruit high school well, but he's done far better in the portal than I thought he would do.
So I do want to switch gears a little bit with you and ask about uh, John Daly Jr. getting an NIL deal, man, with Hooters. It seems like that's just completely and totally fitting for him, and uh, it's a good thing that you know he's at, of course, at Arkansas, and maybe opens up some other opportunities. You know, think about it too. If you're if you're an athlete or a you know that's seeking an NIL, you should pursue something you're familiar with. And John has probably brought, got him familiar with Hooters, so I think that's a great fit. You know, <laughs> it's a uh, uh, and you know it's what you would expect. And uh, hey, and it props to John for all indications he's been a good dad, and uh, his kid is following his footsteps as a golfer. And uh, how exciting is that for John? have a golfer at the University of Arkansas. I was literally just hoping he'd be alive by the time the kid got to, <laughs> you know, with the issues he's had, got, got to Arkansas. And uh, I think it'll be great to have another John Daly on the golf team. I think the Hooters is a natural uh, a natural hook for the uh, – it's a father-son deal, by the way. I think uh, part of the deal was when, uh, when Junior made the deal, he had to include Dad. Got some good series going in the NBA playoffs. Your thoughts on NBA so far? Oh, my God. I love the playoffs. I love the playoffs. I mean, last night watching the – you know, I get home to watch the end of the Denver game. Uh, last night, uh, Memphis coming back, Minnesota up by 26, up by 16 to start the fourth quarter at home, and you lose. I mean, there is some crazy stuff happening. I mean, I'm a Celtics fan, and – just the drama with Durant and Irving and playing Boston. It's been a, there are some compelling NBA series and there's talent all over the league, you know, and I, uh, you know, I didn't realize the Pelicans, even without Zion, they're good. Brandon Ingram is really good, you know, and, uh, and they got McCullum and, uh, there's a lot of teams that can make noise. And it was so fun watching last night, uh, watching Golden State and, uh, to finish the way they did against Denver, and Nokic was great down the stretch for Denver. Well, and then adding into the mix, too, you got some Razorbacks that have been getting involved. We know Patrick Beverly with his antics has been uh, pretty crazy out there, too. But then you got Bobby Portis, who got knocked out of the game. He got bloodied a little bit as well. But either way, it's still kind of cool to see some former Razorbacks getting a, getting a lot of run in the playoffs this year. It is. You know, and you watch the potential what can happen where, you know, Poole was in a little in the uh, – minor leagues last year and you know and he's 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 a full-fledged star this year and i expect moses to take a huge jump and it is great to see guys representing and uh how about bobby and you know and beverly is uh i mean become such a guy that everybody knows i mean everybody and everybody in the nba would love him on their team but they hate him on the other team and bobby is such the guy that uh always smiling even with his goggles now and he's been such a great fit at Milwaukee. And uh, what's going on with Milwaukee? I guess Chicago was good, too. I mean, Chicago actually outplayed them the first two games. And uh, it's been crazy in the NBA. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you would think the home team would have the advantage, but there's been some games where it's just, it's, it's just flipped early and it's been hard to turn. Well, Sully, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. Enjoy the weekend of sports, and uh, we'll be catching up with you next Friday, all right? Hey, I always enjoy visiting with you guys. You guys have a great weekend. All right, we'll do our best. Again, that was uh, Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us. Thanks to Double B's, just like he does every single Friday, having some fun with him as well. But we're going to keep it moving here on Out of Bounds. we got a lot more things to get into on the other side.